0: This week on Log It, we discuss the 1985 thriller Witness. Witness. <laughs> <laughs> I already started thinking about. I was Amish. gonna say no.
1: Leave it. Leave it in. <laughs> that
0: works. That's my new nickname for it. Witness with Harrison Ford and a very young Lucas Haas and a very young, attractive Viggo Mortensen. Non-speaking role. Shocking. Non-speaking. He's but he's hat shy. wearing. <laughs> He's hat wearing and he, he looks good. Uh, hot, Amish. Also, today on Log It Amish, were they the first hipsters? Did Ooh. they invent the whole hipster vibe? Because other than the hats, yeah. I was seeing.
1: Look, we'll talk. Vibes we'll talk that out. Are very popular. Yes, yes. We'll get into it.
0: <laughs> we will get, get into it. it. But before that, we're going to do last four. And instead of a question this week, I have a gripe. Oh, my God. So I'm going to start the episode off with that. Because I was very. It just happened to me. Oh, no. It's, I was watching this oh, movie no. when it happened. And this is about streaming services oh, again. God. Here we go. I was watching this movie. One interesting mm. thing, and uh, I'm jumping the gun, but the music was really we great. I, I wanted to look up who did the soundtrack. It sounded like Vangelis. It was very just synthy okay. vibes. Caleb, who is that? Vangelis did the Chariots of That's Fire. That's what it was I like thought a very too. Early synth, synth like a uh, band, but they did a lot of work. Um, uh, soundtracks awesome. too like chariots of fire which i believe they won the oscar for best soundtrack for so it was very vibey yeah. kind of blade runnery I too, blade where Runner i was like right. i was getting like asmr yes, I love the vibes like where i was like getting in a nice just like real real yeah. nice so i was really enjoying it really loved the movie and the movie ended and i'm sitting there soaking it up i was i was you know i was in for the ride and the music continued to play over the credits you know the end credit music right and so i'm just soaking it up and i'm just like in this nice sound bath this nice movie just happened uh charming harrison ford mm-hmm. i've just, there's just good vibes it cuts and starts playing a trailer for some Awful. dumb paramount plus show that i have zero interest in ever watching i think it was Elle fanning popped up and i was like hmm. I, uh, the credits yeah. and the and credits music are part of the movie like the that's all part of it and i, I it's just it feels real annoying to me now because they and they start playing it like three seconds also if there is a movie that doesn't have end credits like an older film with credits at the beginning they just don't literally do start doing it over the last like four seconds of the that's movie. insane it's like godzilla when i was watching that it started to play the next thing over the end of the movie because it didn't have any fe-
1: that feels crazy. like this is that feels um
0: yeah this is wrong i'm paying for the service this is like a this is supposed to be like a premium it's not like you're allowed like you're allowed like it's supposed to be ad free right. and so i'm sure there's a setting to turn it off the thing is i'm i'm bouncing from services to services to watch movies so it's like i have to go through every app to turn this off it should be a default off it's crazy to me like auto playing a tv show makes sense right. but even that i don't love but movies like it's you gotta let me just sit and and not think about it and then i couldn't go back i wanted to keep listening and i couldn't like figure out how to get because
1: if you go back even a little bit it just it still does the same thing you know what yeah this is what's so, so that just
0: bugged me I was no, like, well, it's, that's it's so fair. annoying
1: because it's binge culture caleb binge culture has ruined the movie viewing experience yeah and i think you said yeah, you said that there's probably a way to turn it off. No, there's not. And if it is, it's buried. Really? There's probably buried in some muck in the settings. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it's awful. Oh
0: yeah, it's it's never been clear to me there is. Like I'm not sure there is either. It might no. not be something. I'm just saying maybe it is, but it shouldn't be a default. Or
1: you know what even is, is even worse is when the movie minimizes. They minimize the screen and then and then oh, show yeah. you what what's up next. I don't yeah. give a fuck what's up next. Is this cable television yeah. and. We cut the cable. We cut the cord when we went to streaming services because we all thought yes, this is going to be better. It's not. I'm yeah. sorry.
0: We were duped again. You we were duped. You we were duped. We we're back on. You can't. Yeah. We can't win. No. We are the 99%. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's what I've been saying. I want my streaming rights and I want them now.
1: I want my. <sighs> Is it MTV? Is that what that is? Uh, okay, good.
0: Yeah. Streaming. Eyes. Yeah. Oh, that's good. You think the you think the writers are getting ripped off? Yeah. <laughs> what about the viewer? Come on. <laughs> I'm paying for it. You guys are getting paid for it. I no, think.
1: um, I think gripes are good. I think. I think this is the perfect medium to get this the stuff off your chest. Yeah.
0: Right. And it's, it just happened. And it was really like, yeah. Thank you. No, yeah, hear me out on that. And
1: also, I mean, it's a gripe I can su- support because I also experience it. It's awful. Everyone experiences yeah. it.
0: It's real weird. Yeah, I hate it. Well, thank you for that. Of course. We'll get to last four. Would you like to kick that off?
1: Mine's so short because I just watched one movie, but it was a really good movie. I think it was the day right after we recorded Shin Godzilla. Cool. My wife's a teacher, right? and right. sometimes she'll leave me she's a first grade teacher i should i should specify so got it. that means you know she'll come home from work and she's like hey you got to cut some of the stuff out which is like cut this stuff out of um
0: the podcast <laughs> she has no right yeah just
1: cut it out <laughs> no like cut laminated like signs or like things for the kids right and yeah. then, like, sometimes i'm like okay well i need a i need to watch something while i'm doing this or else i'm gonna go insane so
0: perfect watching activity
1: i i agree sometimes you want to cut in the lines you know what i mean and you want to make sure you're doing a good job (laughs) you know i don't want to do i don't want to do a sloppy job but anyway um i watched so i i went through my um speaking of streaming services i looked at my streaming services i tried to find the shortest movie i could find (laughs) just because i was like i was like this is not going to take me that long i don't want something that's too prolonged you know just like a nice yeah. like maybe hour 20 and short king. short king and i sent you this movie i after i watched it i, I sent i sent it to you and he i was did. like you guys have to watch on my this watch movie. list
0: currently so after that
1: all that said the movie i watched was a movie called reality so this is a, a recent movie it's like an hbo original movie starring sydney sweeney josh hamilton they're like the two. Uh, I guess your your main cast, but essentially, it's about this. She's like like an air force, uh, an ex air force veteran slash linguist, essentially turned whistleblower. She finds out some mm-hmm. information about Russia's interference with the election, and then this is what that. And basically, she gets investigated by by the FBI. And this whole movie is just about the conversation between her and two FBI agents. Okay, and what's really cool is that the whole script is all the transcript from the actual event it's really really interesting it's weird because it actually makes it a lot more um i don't i i guess stressful because i can't think of another word but almost (laughs) it's like the the reality of the situation compelling yeah like more compelling like it i think in my review i just wrote i'm still sweating because like the whole the whole time (laughs) you're just like kind of on the edge of your seat and just the interactions between – the character's name, by the way, is Reality um, Winner, which is
0: – Oh, my gosh. I remember you, Reality yeah, Winner okay, this yeah, yeah, happening, happening. Right. Okay, so totally. Yeah. yeah
1: right. But her – so Sidney Sweeney's character, Reality, and Josh Hamilton's character, who um, I haven't seen in many other movies besides, I think, the last one. So he was in Francis Haw for a little bit. I think he was like in one scene, but he's uh, in a movie called eighth grade, which I loved where he plays the dad of the, of the main character. Didn't anyway, that,
0: but I know. Who, who is he in Frances Ha? For me, just so I,
1: he, uh, there's like a dinner scene in Francis, Ha Where she's having dinner with all these, like kind of accomplished academic types. And he's like one of them at the table. They kind of have a little conversation. Was it the
0: France scene?
1: It was right before the France scene where they're like, you should okay, go to France. Cool. Was he the guy who was kind of nice to her? I think so. Yeah, yeah.
0: A little weirded out. A little okay, weirded yeah.
1: out, cool. yeah. But anyway, those two, like their interactions, it just, just the way the FBI, they were just, it was just so tense. The entire film was so tense. Like a lot of the redacted parts from the transcript, th- what they do with the actors is they almost like fade them out if they can't mention something in the movie. It's like a really mm-hmm. cool effect. Really, really awesome. An hour and 20 minutes. And interesting, it's really good I really enjoyed it And another cool thing is It felt like a play Like when you're watching it It feels like almost like a stage production And then this okay. director There's a theatrical version of this movie That she did I guess before this movie came out
0: So it's inspired by the play uh, Yeah Her yeah, play yeah, yeah. specifically yeah. So is it the same director as the play exactly. too? Yeah Oh, that's really fun That's really interesting Yeah, I, I would um, definitely watch that What service is it on again? It's on HBO, HBO? Yeah hbo cool so hbo i'm sorry max
1: Mm, max sorry sorry but like just really interesting i don't know it was cool it was really fun to watch
0: there's something kind of fun about not having to think about the dialogue in a critical sense like anything that triggers that like bad writing part of your brain you're like oh it's not bad writing like it's just what happened that's
1: the cool thing too is josh hamilton's character because they also do these like kind of cuts to that it shows like the, what the transcript says and then i'll go mm-hmm. to the actor saying the thing and josh hamilton's character the agent d- like stumbles over his words like he has like kind of like a nervous energy which feels really organic and then you're like oh because that's exactly how it was written because that's exactly how it was said
0: you know what the i mean literally talked that.
1: Word. yeah it's just <laughs> it's just really cool because it feels like flawed like the acting feels yeah. flawed but it's organic i don't know it's really really interesting
0: that's fun yeah. i'll definitely watch it and when i do I'll bring it up on the podcast. I'll make sure I bring it up because that sounds really fun. And it sounds almost like true crimey.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's almost like, like a, true a
0: crime recreation. But yeah,
1: it's like a better version of of Gus Van Zandt's Psycho. You know what I mean? Like just like a cut, like a yes. shot for shot or whatever, but
0: way trippier. Yeah, version yeah, of yeah. It. yeah, It's really cool. Well, that's awesome. And then I assume the second movie was
1: it was Witness. Witness. Yeah.
0: Any preliminary thoughts you want to share before we really get into it? No,
1: but I mean i
0: I guess I thought I saw this movie
1: more recently than I did, basically. Hmm. That's it. According to Letterboxd. Yeah, because I was gonna when I went to log it, it didn't there was no previous review from myself. So anyway.
0: <laughs> well, that's awesome. I also only have one other movie, and I really talked about it last week already, so I don't have much to say, but I finished Godzilla King of Monsters, which is the Bastardized American re-release of Godzilla, essentially, and it was fine. um Like I said, it was kind of annoying, but it was fun to watch. And I, um did you rewatch it? Was really it or, interesting. Or did you start? That?
1: Did you re like start from the beginning, or did you just?
0: I picked up where I left okay. off, but I had only been like fifteen minutes in. From where I started, it. so it wasn't like that far in, yeah. and and I once I realized it was basically a remake, I just more wanted to see the difference. I just thought it was kind of like an interesting movie experiment, kind of like the Snyder cut of was it black? Oh yeah, it was of, in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. But just seen like two versions of a movie yeah. and how a uh, film can be like editing an editing exercise and how you can manipulate movies footage to to make it you know recontextualize things.
1: Could you see the cuts? Like, were there like visible edit points that you could see where they? cut in so
0: it would yeah i mean anytime so basically the main character who again was lars uh something Mm. like nar narwhal lars narwhal on rear window he's the bad guy from Rear window which was fun look it would always be like a close-up of him with like a minimal background that just matches what was there and so you could feel that it was like a close-up shot separately from the main action but truthfully i don't know if i would have noticed yeah if I didn't know the context, like it felt as unnatural as other editing things in old movies that aren't because of weird reasons like that. Right. I was gonna
1: say I didn't watch anything else, but I did watch the trailer for um Godzilla nineteen ninety eight because I just wanted to re remember it since we were talking about Shin. Yeah, it looks bad. I know we said on the podcast that we're like it's actually pretty good. I haven't seen <laughs> it. I, this is just off the trailer but i was like yeah. wow this is really really bad but record i never said
0: it was pretty good was I that just me okay i liked that, that it might was I, said, I don't just know me. just
1: kidding but I, whoa, whoa, whoa. but I do have a fond memory of it probably was either taco bell or mcdonald's with when they had the toys for it i remember those yeah. being pretty sweet
0: oh yeah lots of great toys
1: but like the trailers, like um It's like a natural history museum and they're like, whoa, look at the dinosaur, like dinosaur bones. And then they're like, Uh this is the biggest, this was the biggest like creature to roam this world, blah, blah, blah. And then it just gets crushed by the Godzilla foot.
0: Weighing more than four metric tons and averaging 19 feet in height. This creature was believed to be one of the largest predators who ever lived on our planet.
1: And then you're like, oh, here we go. Anyway, that's not in the movie, I don't think. But um,
0: I was going to say, I think that was one of the, those trailers they shot just to be a trailer. Yeah,
1: let's go back to that.
0: We should go back to that. Just a nice little short film. It's yeah. like, this is the flavor. Now we have teaser trailers. Come on. I did have something else I want to talk about watching as well real quick. Ooh, okay. It's not a movie. It's a TV show. Oh, love it. It's called Cowboy Bebop. Love and it. We're talking so much about anime yeah. the last few weeks with our movies, and that's one I really like, but I've never like really watched all of. It's just one I've watched episodes of. So I wanted to revisit it, and it's amazing. Isn't it it's so really, good? really, good. Yeah. And I knew it was good, and everybody, it's like, yeah, we know, Caleb. Mm i know but i still am just like blown away this time yeah how good it is and just really every story i'll say one thing every ep- amazing music amazing really music. great music of course and every episode has a villain that's worthy of like a whole season of a tv show that like first each-
1: episode really good oh
0: remind me of the very first i one, think it's
1: like that that who the
0: bad guy is
1: uh, good question um <laughs> i just remember there being like a, a really attractive couple like one of the women was like trying to get away from her boyfriend i think and anyway
0: oh you're yes, talking yes. about yeah yeah and he's doing the drugs that he yes! smashes a yes, vial yes, yes, and yes. it goes into his eye, so and like, crazy. The eye like absorbs yes. it yeah that was so good And the the his girlfriend's character mm-hmm. is so it's such a sad story yeah. so good so so good and there's another one where it's a kid who is <gasps> never ages and can't that die wild yes and so you think it's just a little kid uh, and then he's super weird though and then turns out he's like a freaking murder psycho who's got eternal life because of some freak accident like weird shit and it was so powerful mm. like there was there was like a few in a row that were like it was so good so that's kind of been taken up my movie time but i mention it because it's so again so blown away and I, it probably deserves all the shout outs and recommendations Definitely. so i'll add mine to the chorus i guess that's it for last four do you have anything else you want to talk about
1: um i guess i was gonna ask like if there was anything you looked forward to watching but i guess cowboy b but are you did you finish it
0: no we're on like episode uh eight yeah we've been doing that usually we'll watch like a movie at the end of the night Hmm. and then now i've been watching like a couple episodes of that instead nice stuff i'm excited for there i feel like there has give me a second or is there like
1: yeah like uh i don't know what about you what about you well there's a couple it's kind of a bummer because i say like i'm so excited to see this in theaters and then i'll just never get around to it which is kind of just the the bummer of i don't know being lazy i guess
0: yeah, and life, I think. And life,
1: thank you. When I watched, listed it. It is... I'm really excited about The Iron Claw. It's a movie about professional wrestling in the 80s, but okay. it stars Zac Efron and Jeremy Allen White of The Bear and um, the other show he was in
0: interesting anyway
1: okay. i just saw the only reason i excited is because zach efron looks totally like roided out he looks wild and i'm like i have to see this on the big screen i'm not a big wrestling guy but um i just i do like those like obviously the wrestler is a great movie i liked Foxcatcher. i kind of just like those really depressing wrestling movies
0: for whatever <laughs> Foxcatcher
1: was good i liked Foxcatcher.
0: i liked it a lot channing tatum crushed yeah it.
1: I'm like really curious about the creator, which is the Gareth Edwards kind of sci-fi movie, because obviously it's like about AI, so it's super prevalent. It might—I feel like once there's a few more movies about the enemy that is AI, I feel like it—it'll <clears throat> be played out, and we don't have to do that anymore.
0: I mean, we already had Eagle Eye, the definitive AI yeah. enemy movie. <laughs>
1: But now I'm like I'm kind of bummed cuz now I have to buy Netflix cuz I have to I really want to see The Killer which is the David Fincher movie looks so good. I cannot yeah. I'm like I'm so excited just thinking about it. That was it. one
0: of the ones I I watched that I was like that looks awesome.
1: And then another movie which there's like a lot of There's
0: one I have to ask you about and I hope you bring it. Okay.
1: Up. And then another one which I think got also also got bought by Netflix which is um Rich Richard Linklater's movie Hitman. So like another Interesting. hired gun movie. type
0: movie. Who's in Hitman?
1: Hitman. It's Glenn Powell of that he's the Top Gun Maverick guy. He's like oh the heart cool. Thrower.
0: All right, he's cool. Yeah.
1: And then the I know there's something guy. else. Yeah, totally.
0: Oh, I think you mentioned that. So there's one. I'll jump in, please, because I do have one that I actually want to talk to you about before this. I love it. There's a new Wes Anderson movie. Yeah, the shorts. coming out in like a month. When did he make this movie? So they're, I
1: guess they're a bunch of shorts. So they're all based on Roald Dahl short stories. The wonderful story of Henry Sugar.
0: Interesting. So it's not one. Uh, I'm sure it'll be connected in some way, but it is. Oh, it's 40 minutes. Yeah, too. it's like
1: about 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah. So Got that'll be on Netflix, it. too.
0: Got yeah. it. OK, that makes way more sense. Because yeah. I saw a trailer for it and I didn't they didn't mention any of that in the trailer. So that's awesome though
1: i haven't seen the trailer i saw the stills but they look look really good S- speaking of wes anderson yeah so i'm a headline scammer i don't read the full article so <laughs> sure. i'll never if you ever ask me if i tell you something and you're like oh what was that about i didn't read the article so anyway
0: <laughs> yeah i don't actually know but i don't yeah, actually
1: follow up <laughs> exactly, no follow up questions please <laughs> but i saw that his next feature film will star michael sarah Cool. i'm very excited about that i'm very very excited about that
0: that's a good matchup i think it's so. kind of obvious i feel like but it it's makes crazy su- yeah it hasn't happened that. yeah
1: michael sarah is actually in a movie that i saw um a couple of clips from co- uh the movie's called it just came out just came out oh the adults directed by a guy named dustin guy defa defa anyway looked pretty funny looks kind
0: of Yeah, I was going to say, I think I saw a trailer for that.
1: Yeah. I just like to see him act. I'm excited to see him. I like to see him in a Wes Anderson movie. And then just to piggyback off that, it's so funny. When we did the Scott Pilgrim episode, I was just watching a bunch of clips. Oh, you know what it is? It's because the anime is coming out on Netflix. So they're basically redoing, not redoing it. I guess they're retelling it, but in the anime style with the whole original voice cast so they're interviewing a bunch of people and talking about how the movie went and things like that and it just sounds like everyone just loved that set and just being on set for that movie and then chris, chris evans was like i think that's like the most fun i've ever had on a movie set and he was like i don't he's like do i really have because i think he's he's only in that movie for like 10 minutes he plays one of the evil ex-boyfriends but he was basically like yeah he's like do you guys need me for like can you yeah. i can just hang out if you guys need me." <laughs> So I was like, that makes me excited for the TV show because if the vibes are good for the movie, then hopefully the show will be great.
0: Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. And I don't remember the books well, but I did read them. I know we talked about on the original Scott Pilgrim podcast. Check it out if you haven't. But there was a lot of fun stuff in the comics, obviously, that didn't make it to the movies because there's limited time. So it will be fun. To see that stuff represented that way and get a more, you know, more more, stuff. Yeah, definitely. So what do you think, quick pitch, just thought of it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Scott Pilgrim, 40 it. years old sequel. Super original, I'm sure. Doesn't make any sense, right? W- what do you Could mean? Could it be fun, though? Should they do it? Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah, yeah. you'd be all about it. Well, no hesitation. Washed up dirtbag Scott Pilgrim. Actually, yeah, it'd be interesting. I don't his son died in Vietnam. <laughs> oh, God <laughs> finds like a time turner or whatever the hell that was. Yeah. Um, did you end up watching that?
0: I have not yet. Oh, is okay. it on Disney Plus yet? Yes, my guy. Oh, freak. No, I haven't. I will, though. I think it I is. didn't realize I they it did is. not do a good job. <laughs> of They're
1: like, just bury it, bury it. I literally <laughs> would have watched it. it
0: like opening opening Disney Plus night. I would have watched it.
1: I was gonna say, the comics are done. Did you in for the Scott Pilgrims? So I wonder. Yeah, it doesn't delve into his later in life. His no, no, his divorce and his <laughs> I, one bedroom I, apartment, or
0: yeah, we can he's write still it. living with uh, with what's his name with Cuomo. What's his name? Cuomo. Wait, what? Knife. That's knives. His oh, roommate. Knives, Wallace. Wallace. Yeah, Wallace. Cuomo. <laughs> no Cuomo. Cuomo, but knives is. There's somebody with a Cuomo last name in that show or movie, whatever. Maybe. <laughs> I did not call him Homo. No, no. I, I, I made that I, very clear. No, no, no. I was
1: thinking Cuomo, like Chris Cuomo, like the anchor. <laughs>
0: yes, that's what that was what I was trying okay, to say. Yeah, that.
1: I did not hear Homo. No Cuomo. <laughs> no Cuomo. No Cuomo. No Cuomo.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. That's awesome. All right, cool. Well, uh, that's fun. Oh, there's one last one. Hmm. Reptile with benicio del toro oh. i think is like a hitman too or something what is going on all these hit oh no it's like a murder it's like the classic there's like a murder in the town oh, i like and the, that some guy comes in to investigate and there's like more going on oh this looks cool meets the eye justin timberlake yes and and uh Ooh. and in like a very uh dramatic role michael very
1: michael pitt is in this movie i forgot about him mm-hmm. he was in boardwalk empire great actor i loved him
0: loved him in Boardwalk. He was empire. so good in that show yeah
1: Wow, all right, watch listing this.
0: Yeah, it's cool. It's a fun one. The trailer I thought was neat.
1: Okay, sorry, we will get into the movie, I promise you. But speaking of Benicio Del Toro, did you ever watch The Wolfman? You remember The Wolfman came out? This is 2010. totally,
0: but I don't know if I ever saw it.
1: Neither did. I never saw it either. I was always so intrigued, and it looked so cool. Well, Angelo gave it one and a half stars, so maybe that answers the question. Okay.
0: Keep that trash off our podcast. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Maybe this does not
1: require a viewing.
0: I mean, Dang. Anthony Hopkins, too. Yeah, that's wow. what I'm saying.
1: Emily Blunt's Hugo in this Weaving. movie.
0: Emily Blunt, yeah. Mm-hmm. There, I love... There's always those... Oh, and Joe Johnston. Yes. We've talked
1: about Joe Johnston. The, of Rocketeer fame.
0: Yeah. Wow. I think that has to be a watch. Hmm, if only there was... A, just too much going on.
1: If only there was a spooky month coming up where... We could talk
0: about it. Hey, you get one pick, (laughs) and I pick. Get one. We all get one. Avatars. (laughs) So then, yeah, (laughs) we will uh, take a quick break, and when we come back, we will leap into witness. We'll get into it. Cool. Trying to think of any joke I can, and I can't think of any. So go to the roll. Roll whatever thing I'm going to play right now.
1: We should play a clip, like a—I don't know. Actually, you should play the music. Actually, I don't know.
0: Welcome back from the break. We are... I'm excited to talk about Witness. I don't think I've ever... been so... I don't know what about Amish people, but I was just very... intrigued by this movie.
1: You know, it makes you rethink your life,
0: doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah. It does. Yeah, it does. I... I don't know what to say about the Amish. I guess just they don't get a lot of representation and when they do, it's usually fairly uh stereotypical. And I thought this exactly. was a really nice wide range of different types yes. of people in that community. Couldn't and it agree wasn't more. like, oh, I'm watching an Amish like movie. It's still there f- weren't
1: caricatures of Amish people.
0: No. Right. And I really appreciated that.
1: First note in my notes app, let's bring the Amish back into movies. That was my first <laughs> yeah. note
0: do they want to be movies, though
1: that's a good point actually <laughs> they're probably like those steal your Keep soul out. <laughs> yeah now we're <laughs> we're uh part of the problem misinterpreting them <laughs> <laughs> they probably think say, this i have
0: no idea if this is actually a good representation of amish people or not but i thought it, it was a very like positive one yeah, yeah it, it does. definitely positive
1: nuanced i would say yeah yeah first time you've first seen time it time I'm surprised
0: I was surprised too. I'll say Hmm. easy, easy starting point. A a must watch Harrison Ford movie.
1: Dude. Bingo. Can I say something really fast? Please. Okay. So I recommend this movie. I told you before the break that I thought that I've locked it before. I haven't. Okay. But I'm remembering. So I would say. I would go through phases of not, not being a completionist, but like kind of wanting to to go through a filmography of like a director or an actor. So I think after this might've been like force awakens time. So this is like probably 2015 or something like that, or maybe even before, but I was like, dude, I need to watch more of his movies because gosh, darn it. He's a charming man. This Harrison Ford. So, Witness was probably one of my favorites. Obviously, um, what's the other one that he's in where he's like a runaway doctor or whatever? Fugitive. That's Fugitive. another classic Harrison Ford. But anyway, I think that's essentially the reason I watched this movie was just to kind of go through his whole filmography because he's, it's hard to think of him outside the whip hat and gunslinger, like like essentially Han Solo and Indiana Jones, you know? Like he's so much more than that. And I think this is a... Uh, this is great. This is a great movie. This is also after Return of the Jedi. He's kind of g- doing his Indiana Jones thing. This is the middle of that. He's charming, man. I love him. I love, he's a fantastic actor. That's so it. So at
0: this point, he thought Star Wars was over.
1: I would assume so, because Return of the Jedi was 83, right?
0: And as far as I know, he th- he wanted to be done with it. That was like part of the joke. Oh, yeah. He wanted to Force die. Awakens, yeah, he right? wanted to die yeah. in Return of the Jedi. That's <laughs> yeah. right.
1: He's like, please kill me, please which is interesting because then i'm like you're doing indiana jones too
0: very shocked he came back for that for those wild reasons. wild he's, but yeah. money i guess it's setting you up hey money talks setting you up for success man that's
1: right yeah um he's flying planes he's flying. <laughs> yeah
0: so to give a quick recap of this
1: of the movie
0: yeah this film was really interesting it starts I thought this was going to be a movie about Lucas Haas, the child in this. It's hmm. not. Well, yeah, and by the end he's barely in it, which was really interesting to me. But basically, he plays
1: kind of a not a pivotal role, but there's like something that he does in the movie, which I, which I was he like, he is
0: pivotal. But at the very yeah. beginning, we're seeing everything from his perspective, and I thought that was going to be a thing throughout the movie,
1: which is cool because you think that. Harrison Ford is on the poster of the movie. He doesn't come in until like 10 minutes in, which yeah. I love. Yeah, I love that, that he kind of just links his way in. I like that you kind of get the initial set dressing of just like this Amish community and kind of like how they work, how they intermingle, all that. You kind of have that situated before Harrison Ford comes yeah. in. and Yeah, exactly. And I really enjoyed that. that. I thought that was really smart.
0: The mom and the son are happy in that world. They're fairly content with their life there's not a I lot mean, of drama at this point we we well, we find some drama we find some i was drama. gonna say there's a
1: funeral at the beginning their dad her <laughs> yeah yeah
0: i mean but she is smiling at that blonde guy it's very amicable it's
1: weird yeah i think when literally you're all, Irish, all, the, you're just... all
0: the old ladies are like there you go like yep yeah move on <laughs> so like ian said this starts at a funeral lucas haas's father passed away his mom is now a widow She's still very young and attractive. That's right. They are going on a trip to get out of town, probably just to get out of this, you know, space. Well, they're visiting her sister
1: in Baltimore.
0: But I assume it's just because the dad died and they just need to get out of, get out of town. That's what get I out thought of, too. They, you, don't, right. they just seem to be going on a vacation more or less.
1: Another thing I love about these movies, they don't need to tell you. They just, they're just going to do yeah, it. You can just Like assume. you don't need to know why the husband died. You don't need to know why she's going into the big irrelevant. city. They're just going to do it. Irrelevant. He died.
0: It wasn't yeah. anything crazy.
1: Big whoop. He died. Move on.
0: <laughs> She's single. That's the point. <laughs> that's the point. So they go to the city. They stop at the subway, or they're in the subway, the uh, mm. train station, mm. and there's a delay, so they have to kill some time at the train station. Lucas Hawes in this film, he's got to be like insane, what would you say, six, seven years old? Yeah, he, no more than eight. He's a he's a child. Yeah, very Little young, boy. and just very innocent and naive which most kids are but he's from an amish community and now he's in philadelphia so he's I'm especially assuming, vulnerable it seems I was gonna say, i'm assuming this is his first
1: time in the city seeing these things seems you very know? much like it at least at which an age you can remember <laughs> which makes it even more insane that he basically wanders the train station alone and the mom's like yep you do your thing <laughs> go he's like i have to exactly. use the restroom exactly the blew that blew my mind. I was like, What are you doing? There's two yeah. scenes
0: where that happens in the police yeah. station, the same thing. And he's literally walking up to some guy in handcuffs, and the guy's just trying to get him closer and closer. And Wild. it's like, how, how in the come on? And then Harrison Ford does realize, I was like, Thank you, Harrison. Yeah, thank, thank you. God. So, why is he in a police station? What a weird jump we made in yeah. the subway. He goes to the bathroom, wanders around. There's some really, you know, kid in the city for the first time moments that were nice. And he's in the bathroom, and he witnesses. Oh, interesting was, choice of words, Caleb. Thank you. Didn't even mean to. Heartbreaking to me, but he yeah. witnesses Danny Glover take part in the murder. The of a villain, man.
1: Danny Glover.
0: I couldn't. I was so excited to see Danny Glover, and then he turns out to be a murderer, and I was so sad. Crooked Love cop. Danny Glover. Yeah. Crooked. Me too. Well, we don't know that. Well, well yeah that's true. good point good point sorry sorry Just kidding no, i don't care so lucas uh witnesses this murder harrison ford is, it turns out to be the investigating cop everything's fairly normal as far as murders go except this is a cop who was murdered so there's mm. a, a special degree of attention then in the police station and this is when everything goes haywire it unravels yeah the kids looking around again wandering around there's there's creeps in here there's weirdos Mm -hmm. shouldn't be wandering around but he looks at the wall it's good he did there's a newspaper Mm. of a hero cop who was a veteran something about him having like a great community program that he runs
1: working with inner city children seems like a great guy
0: on paper probably a real all-star cop danny glover that is the murder Boom! points him out yep and harrison ford yeah. immediately is like nope this you're not allowed guy. yeah no 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 and it's interesting Keep too that in that quiet. scene
1: like the, there's not a lot of um like there's never a moment or at least not to my knowledge where harrison ford's like i knew it it's this guy but you do kind of the inkling that harrison ford's like this guy's like my this guy is crooked i think i've had some run-ins with this guy real quick to jump to the um the danny glover um when he murders the uh yeah please. the other policeman so i was listening to an interview with peter weir the director and he was saying that he was so troubled like this is an eight-year-old child that scene is so violent and graphic that he didn't want to shoot it with him in the
0: with basically the key, all the shot there.
1: like you can exactly so all those scenes where you see lucas Hahn. that's actually not i believe it wasn't him or or basically just didn't have them basically exactly shot separately so he didn't have to see how gruesome that was because it's traumatizing i I, like i
0: said i really was like oh no like danny yeah like you're the angels in the outfield coach like you're supposed to I know (laughs)
1: she's supposed to adopt him what (laughs) is he doing um no but and then just going back to the fact that he's amish but the street smarts on this kid because he goes in the stall locks the door and then he crawls under to make sure he doesn't get found And he goes out. to the
0: stall the guy had busted in right exactly. before, which was very bold and, and clever.
1: I was like, I was very impressed. I would have died in that situation. Yeah, if I Lucas was
0: Haas in general seems to be very smart, right? Yeah. You'd say very yeah, yeah. savvy at least. Definitely. Not street smart because he's never been All on the smart. streets. Yeah.
1: But no, I love that scene, especially, um, just him um kind of like taking everything in sorry going back to the train station just like him just like almost like the sensory overload and yeah. there's a scene where um because you know their Amish garb is like not like boring but you know it's Distinct. like very like yeah like they kind of just look like um oh, plain. P- like pilgrims almost like yeah, plain. yeah totally. I think they use plain, right but he sees this guy that is kind of dressed in the same almost the same outfit that he's <laughs> yeah. wearing yeah, that was and he like turns around. It's just a Hasidic Jew, but they're like wearing the ag- exact same outfit. Very so, and you moment. can tell
0: his brain is having to like wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> really but, but there's just like this nice possibility. Yeah,
1: but there's just this nice acknowledgement between the two, or at least from this Hasidic Jew to this little Amish boy. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I the, that
0: was, the guy seemed to understand why the kid was so surprised. <laughs> yeah then this is the
1: part where he sees the murder and this is where harrison ford comes in so it's not until like 10 minutes into the movie that you get the main character kind of entering the film and then from there taking it over but really really interesting and then it kind of once lucas Hahn's character is samuel so once samuel points out that danny glover is the murderer it's when it all kicks off right and i kind of forgot this this lead up to events where Harrison Ford's character, his name is John Book. Fantastic name. So yeah. John Book calls his ex-partner, his old partner, who now happens to be like a higher up in the police department and says like, hey, this guy is a dirty cop. I have a witness to him murdering another cop. And then the guy was like, oh, okay, well, who knows about this? And then John Book just says, just you and me. We're the only ones like we're the only ones I know about this. We need to figure this out. And then I think it almost like immediately after Jenny Glover comes out and tries to shoot. I just kind of forgot how, like <laughs> I was just, I didn't know. I didn't remember the um series of events that took place. You know what yeah. I mean? Cause I feel like this movie has um like, I think this movie probably like, it's a little bit slower, you know, I think like, like people have attributed this to being like, just like kind of like a slow cooked movie. Yeah. And it is a little bit, but until, until that scene i don't know what do you think
0: is it a slow burn overall is that yeah. what you mean i don't think so i think there are slow patches but i actually one of the things i was thinking while i was watching it was i was surprised at how much of an action movie it turned out to be
1: yeah interesting.
0: to me it starts out very slow like i said and you've mentioned Most of it's from the kid's perspective at the beginning. He's walking around the train station. He's on the train looking at things flying by. He is in the police station looking at things. And I'm like, oh, this whole movie is going to be like this, where it's the kid kind of going through all these weird situations. And we kind of see his weirdness, uh, see how he deals with it. But by once they get to the Amish farm, would you say so Danny Glover like you said so this is tries I, to murder Harrison Ford John right. Booker in John Book in the in a parking lot while he's just coming home after work like that day right because he now
1: knows that John Book knows about his involvement in this murder so they try to take him out and it turns um, out his find, old
0: his old partner is correct
1: and i was going to say that's i kind of wish i said this up top but another thing <laughs> i love about this movie is it's kind of like a double fish out of water movie, right? So you have yeah. these two people from the Amish country going into the big city, and then later in the movie, you have this city cop basically being integrated into Amish society. I love that. I love that yeah. stuff. But that's the part where that happens is basically you get shot, doesn't go to the hospital because...
0: Now he knows. He gets... Once he once he know, once knows exactly. Danny Glover comes from, he knows that his old partner was corrupt because that's the only way Danny Glover could have known he knew.
1: But not only that, he knows that this kid knows. I yep. think, right? So he knows that. Yeah, because will uh, end up coming. John from the kid. Book
0: told his old partner about the kid. Correct.
1: Yeah, yeah. So then he ends up going to the Am- Amish country, wherever it is. Gets fixed up there. Amish Basically, is in witness
0: protection, more or less. Essen-
1: yeah. Bingo. Oh, interesting. Witness protection. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. Um, I'm on fire, man. Yeah, you're crushing it. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, witness protection goes to Amish country, gets fixed up, right? And then he kind of has to integrate himself into Amish society. And this is where I this is actually the part of the movie that I love is just him kind of trying to um get adjusted to like the way these people live. I actually really liked I liked all that stuff the most.
0: Very 90s movie. Montage of people building stuff and learn how to like use the the amish stuff and he he really takes to it and he has a history as a carpenter
1: exactly he has the skills which gives him like the respect right like they they initially respect him or they respect him due to his ability to contribute his hands yeah Yeah, contribute
0: and i didn't expect it i thought there was going to be more of a conflict with him integrating in the community, but for the most part everybody's very accepting. And the one guy who's not is the guy who's crushing on the widow.
1: Yeah, there's some there's a little a bit guys of and ba- Vigo. Vigo's a
0: little a little beefy with that. Yeah, him.
1: they know something's up between the two. <laughs> yeah. But
0: then even even with
1: that, there's no like, hey bro, she's mine. Like there's none of that like animosity or like everyone's really, really proper and really nice.
0: There's a great like scene I said, where- I
1: think we should yeah, oh, go, rethink, ahead, go ahead um, bring the Amish back. No, yeah. I think we should bring Amish back.
0: There's a great scene where they're building a barn, and the girl, the widow, gives mm. Harrison Ford the first – she fills his glass first, which I assume right. is very symbolic in the Amish It's community. almost like asking
1: someone to the dance or something. So
0: everybody's really like, whoa, freaked out because he's not even right. Amish. I thought the blonde guy was going to try to murder Harrison Ford after oh, that when they were building the house because they're standing up high together working. Right. And I kept thinking he was going to shove him off right 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 what a turn real i was really worried for a minute and then nothing happens i was like okay good
1: (laughs) i love that scene too because it's like a very it's just a nice montage scene but it's also like it just i don't know it's so cool to see a community work together on something you know what i mean i loved that and i think that's like a huge message in this movie it's kind of like community versus, like the amish community versus the corrupt police community you know what i mean like how they kind of yeah. The contrast between the two.
0: Yeah. That's especially apparent in the finale when they're Definitely. all the Amish people are just staring at the guy with the gun, holding right. Harrison Ford hostage. You can really feel that. Well, I'll just say, I'll jump in. So basically Harrison Ford is waiting out. Yes. Everything laying low. Cause he's got no allies. He's kind of in touch with his partner who's a good guy and he's kind of tr- trying to figure things out, but essentially he's just kind of holing up at the the Amish place. And that's when you get all the fun of him trying to participate and help him build the barn.
1: And this is where the romance buds between him and, yes. and the widow as well, which loved that stuff, by the way, too.
0: And her name is Rachel.
1: Rachel. Correct.
0: And Who she was, was also awesome. in Top Gun. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I didn't even realize it was the same actress. She does not look similar to me
1: at all i googled pictures of her because i was trying to figure out other other movies that she was in
0: it's kind of crazy but she has like this
1: almost like very innocent but also kind of like a not a wandering eye because that sounds like weird but you know what i mean like she's just like yeah she doesn't feel like virginal if that makes sense like she feels like i don't know like just the way she like her and john book kind of interact and the way she looks at him I don't know. I like
0: she definitely dude. seems to be open to the world beyond right. the Amish community. It seems like that, yeah. Where in definitely. that way, in the Harrison Ford way, she's not a hundred percent against something happening between them. Even at the start, right. it feels like, where she's already kind of decided she's uh looking to explore the world beyond. Yeah, she was really great in this. There's that great scene so, where they're fixing up the car. And he gets the power to turn back on And the music just starts playing That's a thing too Where I'm like
1: What's the name of that song? song? I'm not good uh, uh, It's it's Sam uh, Cooke you said? uh,
0: I think it's Sam Cooke I can't remember the name But yeah that was a really great scene Very cute I love that Exactly It felt very wholesome could, Could be. be with you. <laughs> what a wonderful world this would be. <laughs> I'm not to be an student, but I <laughs> love it. <laughs>
1: also just made me think how i'm not really good at anything and i'm like i, I can't i don't know how to wood i can't do carpentry i can't oh, yeah. i couldn't fix my own car even if i tried yeah
0: i thought about that too and he's helping at the We're house just, i was like oh i'd be yeah i'm like, just like forth.
1: you guys got it right <laughs> just like just be like drinking coffee watching from yeah. the window <laughs> i'm i'm gonna watch from over here you guys yeah. got it
0: <laughs> yeah i would love to build a barn in a day i was thinking about oh, how useful sure. that would be to have a crew to come do that with you
1: oh yeah just like in in that scene too you just like literally that house is or like the the bones of that barn are just like crawling with people you know what i mean like they're like there's like three people on every part like just knocking in stuff i loved
0: a great there's a great shot where there it had to have been at least like 20 to 25 people on the house frame working Mm. all together a real shot of it it was really impressive i'm sure that's how they actually do it vigo i wanted to talk about
1: yeah, it's kind of crazy. So yeah, Vigo Mortensen being in this role—does he say a word? No, I don't, don't think, think so. he does. Yeah, non-speaking he's got, role. He's got a
0: presence though.
1: He does. He's, There's he, a couple of shots, lingering shots on him.
0: He's got killer vibes. He, I was like, this guy could be a serial killer in this community.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. He looks he's, like he's so he, he looks like a, like a rough and tumble. There's a scene later, which I'm sure we'll talk about, where Harrison Ford gets in a fight with some of the local Pennsylvanians the non-Amish tourists and I feel like Vigo Morrison should have stepped out you
0: know I thought he, he was going like to as well I was going to join too. the fight yeah that was a great scene so the Amish have to go into town to do stuff every now and then in this time case they're on. going to the store for some reason and Harrison Ford is using a phone and the local kids some high schoolers probably basically park their car in front of the buggies or the whatever the carriages block them and since they know the amish people won't do anything they just kind of mess with them and like one kid has an ice cream cone and he starts wiping it on the blonde guy who wants to marry the mom on her face right and then on his face and uh (laughs) this is what this
1: felt like such a this is like the 80s moment for me in this movie
0: classic like bully thing yeah bully behavior cliche bullies in the in a great way though and right. so Harrison Ford's, they're like, don't do anything. We don't respond. And Harrison's Ford's like, well, this isn't my way. Or he's like, this is our way. Yeah, he's right. like, not yeah, my yeah, way. Yeah. And so he goes out and kicks the kid's ass. And it's, it's a great scene. It's very nice. Hey, watch it, Frank. He's going to hit you with his Bible. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're making a
1: mistake. Hey, hey, hey. It was really gratifying. I loved that. I don't know if you heard this, but off camera, you could hear someone saying they didn't even fight for our country. <laughs> like I, get I you did. That. that was so funny because they're basically like, you little wimps. What are you going to do about it?
0: Yeah, that's right. No fighting. They won't fight for the country either.
1: And also they're all like punk rockers. I'm like, you don't care about that. What are you <laughs> yeah. doing? You could care less about that. Yeah. I think that like right before that moment is when he, I think is he on the phone and he finds out his partner has died the partner that you said like you have to delete all the information about the kid all the paperwork we wrote
0: yep yeah he calls to try to touch base with this partner again so there's right. a scene where the the chief of police who's the old partner the corrupt guy is talking to harrison ford's current partner who's a good guy and yeah. basically threatens him and says hey we're a fraternity here and if you don't get right. on board you're out
1: like this is the com- yeah right and so you're
0: wondering if he's going to turn in harrison ford or not He doesn't. He ends up getting murdered, as Harrison Ford finds out in a very sad phone call. I was very heartbroken. But Harrison Ford does get outed by himself. It was that fight. People are like, hey, there was some Amish guy fighting people. That's crazy. And then the the bad guys hear about that, and they're like, oh, that must be our guy.
1: You know, it's interesting, too, because I wonder how many Amish communities there are. Because wouldn't you just be like, hey, let's just go... Add to every Amish community.
0: They made it sound like there was like 15 to 30 of them spread (laughs) out over this Well, there's
1: Amish, there's Mennonites, who are like the Amish light version, I
0: guess. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. She talks about the Mennonites, and she's very excited. She's like, they can use cars and electricity. Look, is there a phone somewhere near? The Gunther's across the valley. They're Mennonites. They have cars and refrigerators. Oh, I mean the pay phone, public phone.
1: They have a refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. So Harrison funny. Harrison Ford
0: laughs at her a little bit. Harrison Ford is a little condescending to the Amish people in this, but only in a very like loving, gentle way.
1: I think there's like a mutual respect between yeah. the two, which I really like.
0: Especially they save his life after he gets shot by Dan and Glover. That's right. We should say that. Right. We never mentioned. So that's, he can't go to the hospital because he knows all the cops are in on it now. Right. So the Amish take him in and bring him back to health basically. And so, yeah, he very much at that point, he's humbled.
1: Yeah, and also they're housing him They're basically, yeah, like he's under witness protection So he's not going to be Putting their
0: community in danger as, you know, the end of the film really hits home
1: I think right before the barn building scene So there's like the matriarch of the community Who is like, I I believe he is the father-in-law of Rachel So Rachel's widow's dad, I believe that's who he is Oh, I
0: thought it was her dad, interesting Maybe
1: it could have been too I just, I feel like some of the conversations they had It felt less like a father but his name's Eli Lapp, played by John Rubel, excuse me, Rubes. So there's a scene where he's like, "Hey, like you're pretty good with your hands. Like you can help around, your help around the house, things like that." And he's like, "Yeah, okay, whatever. I'll, I'll I'll help however I can." And then he's like, "Okay, great. We'll we'll milk we'll milk some cows tomorrow." And he's like, "Fantastic, great." And then you just get a close up shot of Eli Lapp, this old man. He's like, "It's four thirty. Time for milking." It's four thirty. Time for milking. So, okay, so they're milking the cow. This is uh, John Book. And then Eli says, like, what, have have you never held a teat before? And then John is just like, yeah, not one this big.
0: You never had your hands on a
1: teat before? Not one this big. Very funny, because he's talking about boobs. And then... Eli nice. like stops and he starts cracking up and I loved yeah. that because it's like they these are human beings right that's yeah. funny like yes they're Amish but they're not like so angelic and pure I don't know it just like humanized them a little or very humanized much. him so I really loved that moment also it was just really really funny it was a very yeah. funny joke classic Harrison Ford kind of just shit eating grin.
0: He's so cool. I, I just have, yeah. have to. I know I've already said it, and this might be my big takeaway from this movie. But Harrison Ford was like one of the coolest people of all time.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: After they build the barn, Harrison Ford's getting ready to leave. There's mm. a scene where she's bathing, and Harrison Ford is creeping oh on my her. God yeah and she notices but then she turns to him and basically presents herself to him you know she's her top she's topless and then he rejects her and walks away and it hurts her feelings Mm. and he explains he's planning on leaving and if they make love which he actually says if we make love which i just thought was really charming as well (laughs) seems like very dated down in in a nice way um but if we screw (laughs) your dad's gonna be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says if we make love, you either have to come with me or I have to stay. Which I loved because it was also just
1: that was so wholesome and it felt yeah. like it sounds stupid, but it felt so adult. You know what I mean? Like it just felt like oh, these are grown-ups grown ups making grown exactly. Yeah. Rachel. made love last night i'd have to stay
0: or you'd have to leave i feel like we're conditioned to expect people in movies to make the worst possible decision in situations like that because it creates drama but it was nice harrison ford was very respectful and basically had an opportunity to like mess her life up if he wanted to you know get some and chose not to yeah, because that's
1: a huge upheaval for both people.
0: And a lesser guy would have been like, oh, her choice, not, you know. Right. But he respected her and cared about her enough. And probably her kid. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he realized what would happen of to course, Samuel yeah. if he got ousted. So very, very nice moment. So that's like the big finale. Then he's leaving town. But before he can, the bad guys show up. The chief of police, Danny Glover, and some Mirando guy who. Maybe the first mm-hmm. time I've ever seen death by corn silo death by
1: corn seriously he kills the
0: first guy by trapping him in a corn silo and dumping all the corn on him it was awesome
1: i love that too because there's an earlier it's like a earlier callback because yeah is like giving him a tour of like the area and they go in the corn silo and then john book is like what's up there and then he's like it's corn <laughs> in his little german accent or whatever yeah what was it, his he was he had the cutest voice oh my dude it was <laughs> so cute it just he's like corn. sounded
0: like it was out i almost
1: I almost thought it was like dubbed over by an actual little German boy. But it might have, so it was I German might have been his supposed to be. It's like it's um Is Dutch it an Amish Pen-
0: specific accent?
1: Yeah, it's I feel like it's like Dutch Pennsylvania, whatever. I don't know. It's like German, but maybe it's
0: some ama- some version of amalgamation it.
1: Amalgamation or something. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah,
0: they have their own language they speak, which there are no subtitles for. But I thought it well, was it really fucking German, that. It is German.
1: I believe so, yeah.
0: I said no idea. It didn't sound like German, but I don't – I'm not a, I'm not good at languages, so that's not meant to be anything. Look, man, <laughs> that's, not that's good at languages. Language <laughs> I'm just an idiot.
1: <laughs> no, but yeah, dude, the death by corn, that was like really intense because you get these long shots of him suffocating on all these corn. Like you could see him like getting dusted by the corn yeah. trying to escape. It was it's, really brutal. It
0: seemed like before really he was killed by being smashed by the weight of the corn, he, was, he had choked to death. Because right, there's so much dust like kicking around, like you're saying. And it's at least like a minute that they go back to him choking to death. It was. And, and he's trying to crawl out of it. He's yes, trying right. to open the door. But the weight of the corn is too heavy by the time he gets there. So he can't get out. It's, it was a gruesome death. Actually, the more that we're talking about, the more I'm kind of surprised how they did that guy so dirty.
1: It's interesting because I on I think isn't that a pretty um common way for like farmers to go? Oh, Am I wow. wrong in saying that? I I don't know. I, I, I feel like I read though. that somewhere. Where like people falling in like silos of like grain or something and oh, there's like no yeah, way to falling get out. In Is that something is
0: super dangerous, I believe.
1: So that's kind of what I thought. It's I don't know, I was like, Oh, that's instead of someone falling in, it's like cascading down on them.
0: It's horrifying.
1: Yeah, I hated it actually. It was awful to watch. <laughs> Also, I'm so, allergic to corn. So oh, I just my gosh. Like,
0: yeah, you would have been. <laughs> I would have died instantly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it looks like suffocation is the leading cause of death in grain storage bins. They become covered, buried by moving wow. grain, which acts like quicksand. Can engulf Whoa. a person in seconds. That's crazy. 11 people died in 2021 that way. No way. <sighs> yeah. Wow that's That's a revelation learn something new every day i don't make any i take back me laughing at that death then because i didn't realize that was a real thing sorry (laughs) sorry
1: anybody affected by that and then um mcphee that's danny glover's name mcphee wild yeah so death by corn awful but then mcphee danny glover's character gets freaking splatted by corn guy's shotgun yeah, that was insane. I did not expect that either. Stressful scene. Really stressful.
0: Harrison Ford's trying to dig out the shotgun that got buried in the grain that the guy was killed by. And Danny Glover can hear him and starts mm. rushing him. And so it's a race against the clock. Harrison Ford wins.
1: It's also sad, too, because I think before that, Dan uh, McPhee is trying to get the other cop. Like, he's calling out to the cop in the silo. And you do yeah. feel like like it is <laughs> just disturbing he's like like calling out to this guy that's like literally choking he's he's like firing his gun in the silo trying to get him out trying to
0: get the door open
1: trying to get the door open that's right yeah that was brutal but yeah then he gets splattered
0: yeah you do feel bad for him but they they deserve it it's definitely the thing where the bad guys once they are losing panic and
1: i love a crooked cop movie man it's It's the best
0: it's very fun yeah wish it wasn't danny
1: yeah, I know. Me too. <laughs> but I think even the the final scene is like the most poetic, the most beautiful uh, in terms of the yeah, three right. policemen. Yeah. So actually before that, so Eli, oh, yeah. the matriarch or patriarch or whatever, um, he kind of, he pulls um, little Samuel aside because they're talking about basically what he went through in terms of seeing this murder and stuff and basically talking about how like violence isn't the way, kind of like there are other avenues in order to solve problems right like 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 violence doesn't have to be the end all yep to uh to a situation and he even asks he asks him saying like like what would you like would you kill a man basically yep. and then and then samuel says i would kill a bad man and then basically like how would you know like they're ba- basically and trying to be like the
0: judge of whether that man exactly bad or not. yeah yeah would you
1: kill another man i would only kill a bad man Only the bad man, I see. And you know these bad men by sight? You are able to look into their hearts and see this badness? I can see what they do. I have seen it. And having seen, you become one of them. Don't you understand? What do you take into your hands? you take into your heart so that happens before the scenario but the police chief is the last man does he grab harrison Ford? i'm trying to remember because samuel runs away he's doubling back and you think he's going to go for the gun yep. to like save to save right. harrison Ford. but instead of what he does is he rings the bell in order to get the community basically choosing community
0: over violence
1: yeah exactly choosing peace yep. pacifism was that whatever over violence which i thought was was awesome i, I love that
0: it was really beautiful and then it's, it yeah. reminded me of lord of the rings how so look to the look to my coming at the first light the first Ooh, light of Gandalf. dawn in the east
1: yeah and then there's like just that really dramatic moment where john book is like are you gonna kill him are you gonna kill this little <laughs> yeah. kid And you're like don't egg him on dude do you might kill the kid
0: what do <laughs> you literally doing? grabs the lucas he grabs him samuel and puts him in front of Harris Harrison like a Ford, human
1: shield fr-
0: <laughs> you're gonna shoot him <laughs> <laughs> is that what you gonna do Paul? him the
1: woman me right i like it because he literally talks him down instead of like using yeah. his gun or a weapon against him he basically uses words yep it's not like this is a wholesome movie, but it does feel like the messaging is way more positive than if it like it doesn't feel so um like cynical. I'd like it...
0: call it wholesome. It's like the ending was so yeah. happy. I was very surprised at how happy the ending ended up. I really thought Harrison Ford was going to die. There was one point where I took a break to yeah. the restroom and I was like, "He's going to die." Is it he? I'm like, dang it! <laughs> and he didn't. And I was like, "Yes, yeah, yes." I am sad he didn't end up with Kelly McGinnis, though. He does leave he does end up leaving and i
1: do love that too because uh what do you call it when you're expecting something and it doesn't happen
0: uh subversive
1: so, yeah it feels very subversive because like the entire yeah. movie they're building up this romance between these two people and you're like okay yeah. obviously it's gonna it's either gonna conclude with them having sex or like one of them leaving their realities to join the other
0: yes and they're teasing it like i say in harrison ford is good he's good at being amish like he's pretty he would be pretty he would fit right amish in. guy <laughs>
1: yeah. he would fit right in but i love the fact that they don't do that like they just essentially
0: part ways and accept they're from different worlds kind yeah. of which yeah which is
1: just the reality of life sometimes sometimes man
0: yeah it was sad would you do that i mean i, I couldn't be amish i would try it i can't make it any commitment for my whole life my, getting married was the only lifetime commitment i'll probably ever make
1: you're like i'll sign a six-month contract we'll see <laughs> yeah, how that exactly.
0: goes i'd be like a year trial like amazon yeah. or something yeah but i love the concept of like i like a lot of the ideas of being of like the amish community and i think there's a lot of stuff that's worth rejecting from modern society not to be a uh, preachy or anything but just oh you for know, sure a lot of you know stuff that avoiding internet probably is a net positive yeah. i would imagine for mental health um if you were able to and still be like you know live your life which is right. impossible now right <clears throat> unless you're amish
1: exactly yeah i guess you could be a mennonite because you could get a yeah. car if you wanted to
0: Mennonite. if i could like watch movies and yes just not have to you know just and then like work during the day out and build bar i don't know It's something very appealing. Exactly. You sound probably like, you know, I'm going to be Buddhist too. Yeah. (laughs) Be a monk.
1: You just come back with like a shaved head or something. Like, what happened? (laughs) Like, I'm just trying it out.
0: Amish didn't work. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) I couldn't find the right hat.
0: (laughs) I I tease this, so I have to come back to it. And I do. Need to get your thoughts on it. I was not kidding. Hmm. The Amish people are unironically hip in this movie, in modern styling. There's like some yeah. some um, high water pants that look very yes. cool on Harrison Ford. Again, yep. if you didn't have the hat, a lot of these people would have passed in L.A. on a Friday night easy. Let me tell no you one something. Would have batted an eye.
1: I went to a concert last night. I saw a prominent indie artist named King Cruel, oh, and yeah, I would yeah, be yeah. lying. I'd be lying if I didn't say that there might have been a couple of Amish people there just based on the outfits alone.
0: Were they Amish? We'll never know.
1: We'll never know. Cause I didn't ask, but <laughs> no, they, I thought they look sharp, man. There's a, yeah. w- when, um, because Harrison Ford's clothes when he, when he initially gets there covered in blood, obviously. Yeah. So he gets the widows. Like basically his clothes. Husband's,
0: yeah. The husband's yeah. Husband's
1: clothes. clothes, which fit him perfectly by the way looks and he, he looks sharp the hat <laughs> really the vest cool. yeah really interesting
0: yeah, and she there laughs also, at him and i was like uh-uh
1: i was like, like i don't know you're laughing it's working yeah. it's working babe <laughs> there was a thing she said about them not having buttons did you catch that
0: i did or I there are buttons I, on I the I shirt noticed it there were buttons in that scene
1: well yeah, there were but like on all the men's shirts, there's but I wonder what she was referring to. I don't know.
0: I wonder if it's just a variation of a button that's technically not. Yeah, they say buttons are prideful for some reason, which was I feel like I've heard that. Yeah, but it was interesting, and he makes fun of them.
1: He's like, "What about zippers? What do you guys think about zippers?" <laughs> and then she's like, "Are you making fun of me?" And yeah, like, I was no. gonna say
0: that scene was actually interesting. She's like, "Oh, yeah. you're making fun of me, just like the tourists do." And he's like, "Oh, you hit a nerve there." Should tell you that this kind of coat doesn't have buttons. See, hooks and eyes.
1: Something wrong with buttons?
0: Buttons are Hochmut. Proud, and vain. It's not plain. Got anything against zippers? You making fun of me? No.
1: It's like for tourists. Staring all the time Sometimes they come into the yard It's very rude They seem to think we're quaint Speaking of tourists There's a couple of scenes with them And they keep saying Amish Which I thought was just really really funny And just extremely disrespectful (laughs) Because they're basically These people that are like Gawking at this society of people Literally, like basically like zoo animals coming
0: in. Yes, it's literally yeah. like you go to the zoo and you go to the like yeah the fish market to see the people throw fish around.
1: And then I think one of the women, one of these tourists, interacts with Harrison Ford while he's in his Amish getup. I think he tells her to like fuck off or something. Like she asked him a question. I was like, yes.
0: She's like, let me take a picture of you real quick, please. She's yeah. Saying, you take a picture of me. I'm going to take off your bonnet and strangle you with That's it. That's what it
1: was. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> word for word. I thought it was pretty hilarious. It was yeah. great. Hey, young man. Hello. We're just here for the day. Would you
0: mind if I took your picture? Now just stand still, please. Fix your hat a little bit. Lady, you take my a picture,
1: picture with that thing. Big. I'm going to
0: rip your brassiere off and strangle you with it. You got
1: that? Oh, you know what's actually interesting? What? So I was reading, the National Committee for Amish Religious Freedom called for a boycott on the film, citing fears that these communities were overrun by tourists because of its popularity. Is that interesting?
0: Very interesting.
1: Like the like the negative of like showing them in such like a positive Positive light. They're like actually created
0: more of the joke in the movie (laughs) of (laughs) a problem they deal with.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Like oh that's
0: that's great.
1: A lot of the extras were Mennonites
0: oh amish. very interesting because
1: this was shot in location right in uh lancaster pennsylvania places like that so local amish were willing to work as carpenters and electricians but declined to peer on film hmm. so they're like yeah we'll help you build some of your sets but we won't be on camera
0: no photos. but the mennonites
1: were like we got refrigerators
0: interesting
1: we'll we'll come in that's interesting it's nice that they offered them parts like they went to that yeah, that's first, cool yeah. um
0: it's cool they were so we, involved at all, actually. That's really right. cool. They built help build stuff.
1: That's, that's yeah, that's true. Well, I want to talk about the music because I feel like I kind of forgot about how much I love the soundtrack to this movie because it's so iconic, but then also it's not really prominent in the movie. You know what mm. I mean? Like there's there's a few scenes where like the beginning of the movie, a lot of the Amish scenes, and then a few scenes when the police are interacting with each other, you get like some music cues. Other than that, it's mostly just dialogue, but... The um composer is Maurice Jar Jarre? Okay. Jar. He's a French composer and he's worked on a few Peter uh weir films, but I'm looking in his his most famous compositions, um Lawrence of Arabia.
0: No way. Yeah the, or- uh, the original. Yeah, obviously. he which he
1: won best original score for. And Doctor Zhivago as well. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, but um, no. Maurice Jarre, J-A-R-R-E, I believe. Yeah, he did. But it's like, and I haven't listened. I mean, I've seen Lawrence of Arabia, but I don't really remember the music. And obviously this is 85, so it feels like that would be a lot more like synth heavy.
0: Very synth heavy.
1: And it, like I think you said earlier, like very reminiscent of like blade runner mm-hmm. or chariots of fire stuff like that and i thought the music was so it was like haunting it was it almost had like a baroque like toy piano vibe to it mm-hmm. it was really be- i loved the soundtrack i thought it was fantastic like soundscapes
0: i really liked it too and like i said i i got like an asmr experience from it like i was in a sound bath yeah sound bath. you know what i mean i felt it it was really nice it was just a nice experience. Yeah, Had it was nice very powerful movie. Uh, another interesting person who worked on this was the cinematographer, hmm. who was John Seale. He shot Mad Max: Fury Road. Oh, interesting. Among other movies, but I thought that was quite a quite a difference between Witness and Mad Max: Fury Road.
1: Yeah, definitely, I would say so. Not a lot of like horse drawn carriages in Mad Max. <laughs> no
0: that's the big thing
1: i was gonna say that's actually the i love those really those beginning shots where they're riding into town and you just see them interacting with just modern society and they're like on a horse-drawn carriage and there's like a line of like just cars like because they're just creating so much traffic
0: yeah the everything with them in the going into the city was great like i told you last week for a minute I thought this was going to be Amish people in the city movie. And I was like, oh, this is a home run. This is what I was saying. I love it's a guarantee, but it basically was.
1: Again, fish out of water, man. I love that as a movie trope. It's like, yeah, like that, that romance, revenge, crime
0: all mixed into one. Come on. That's perfect. It was great, man. And then just charming Harrison Ford. He also shot real quick, some interesting ones that are kind of blowing my mind. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Interesting. Stone. The Perfect Storm, which was one I really liked when it came out. Very sad. Dead Poet Society, which makes a lot more succ- yeah, sense Weir. and is Peter Weir, I believe, right? Yeah. But yeah, that's cool. It was it was shot really nicely. I, there was nothing that like blew my mind, but everything was really pretty and 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 pleasant.
1: Yeah, I think so. And like the, 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 white... the shots
0: of them making the house was incredible. I was going to say the white shots of the say, barn building was yeah, really, really awesome. That really blew my mind actually. And, but yeah, this was a really fun movie. I truly can't believe I haven't watched it yet. You've seen the fugitive, right? I don't think so. Actually, when you brought it up, I was trying to remember, Oh, Tommy Lee Jones. And there was a sequel.
1: Yeah. That's the it, Harrison Ford's on it.
0: U S marshals. I always see. on
1: yeah. some Streaming. Service. Is it, um, Wesley Snipes. Is that
0: who's in it? It's Tommy Lee Jones with Wesley Snipes. Yep. And Robert Downey Jr. Oh, interesting. Well, this was really fun. Do you have any last thoughts on the movie?
1: No, man. It was just it was a great movie. I kind of wish I was. This is a good movie to watch with a significant other. I think it's kind of it's like a nice tension, nice romantic moments. So I wish I watched this with Alex, but whatever
0: you can live it with alex every that's day. true i'll
1: just i'll recap it to her and just
0: <laughs> just play that song and dance with her
1: <laughs> oh yeah what's that
0: song called <laughs> i don't that i yep. don't care whatever it's a yep. good one it's a very good no, one
1: good movie i'm glad you enjoyed it too i'm glad you didn't watch it actually i thought that was fun too it was nice to get um
0: a fresh one it was nice. yeah
1: just a fresh outlook
0: and like i said i was I, yeah i'm surprised i haven't watched it it was, was kind of weird I don't feel like people talk about Harrison Ford in witness ever. And I just think he deserves a shout out for this movie.
1: It feels like a movie that slept on.
0: Yeah. Right. Cause no one ever is like, you gotta, you know, Harrison Ford so great in that, but you know, this is very fun. Thank you for choosing witness. Thank you for anybody who is still listening with us. Follow us on the things. If you yes. search log it, it'll come up. It does for me at least. Give it
1: a couple of tries. It'll come up.
0: We'll talk about things. If, if you have any suggestions for the show, let us know. Two more movies. Ian, favorite quote.
1: Oh, favorite quote has to be, has to be. It's 4.30, time for milking. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best line. It made me laugh. I watched it. I think I reround it like three or four times.
0: Yeah, I love that one. I like your impression of it too very much. It was bad, but I butchered <laughs> no, it. With but... the voice, you did is very good. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Was that
1: you was. have to do it with I the voice because then if you just say it out of context or like, it's not as it's not it was, so funny it was a hit.
0: My favorite one was from I think that same Sequence actually but Harrison Ford Comes to dinner after he is Healed miraculously mm. from his Bullet wound and he takes a sip of the Coffee from the widow And he says honey That's great coffee <laughs> <laughs> And they literally like don't even Miss a beat they just like look at him and keep Eating and he goes it's a joke From Some television <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And that cracked Me up how can you not love this movie? Come on. Yeah, I did. I'll, I'll watch it. I'd watch it again with my wife as well. I didn't watch it with her. But everybody, thank you again. Have a great evening. And please go watch a movie. Go watch a movie. That was a lot. Go watch a movie. Go watch a movie. Audio. Go watch a movie. Just go. Watch a movie. Oh shit, I never started recording. Nah, I'm just kidding.